Life is full of questions. It's full of twists and turns and complex issues to try to figure out. The last thing you need when planning your financial future is to have the same kind of confusion and complications. You don't need more questions, you need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, your local investor coach in Jackson and the surrounding areas. Each week, you'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make. We'll also educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So, let's get to the show. It's time for The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Greetings, everybody, and welcome into the show. You're listening to The Financial Answer. I'm Mark Killian here alongside with your investor coach right here in West Tennessee. That, of course, as always, is Nathan O'Brien, the founder of O'Brien Associates. Welcome, Nathan. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. I had a great week and trying to get used to this weather, I guess. It's hot one day, cold the next. But <laughs> Yeah, I think anyways. we talked about that last week, too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Mother Nature hadn't changed her mind yet. <laughs> so that's right. That's right. So uh, maybe it'll be better this coming week. So yeah, I think we'll we, uh, hopefully we've turned the corner now. I think we're, I think we're, well, since technically we have moved into spring, right? Hopefully it'll, right. <laughs> it'll stay. So, well, folks, we're so glad that you're joining us here on the show this week and every week. And uh, Nathan is a registered investment advisor with more than 15 years of experience in the industry. Uh, and it's easy to reach out to him and convenient as well if you'd like to sit down and have a conversation about your specific financial situation uh, and maybe uh, planning for retirement, getting a second opinion on a plan you already have, or maybe getting started with a plan, period, because you don't have one. He's got an office in Jackson uh, as well as in Huntington. And if you'd like to reach out to him, you can give him a call at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. You can also stop by his website for some great tools and information at investorcoach.net. That's investorcoach.net. And Nathan, real fast, uh, let's uh, let's talk about your classes. You do them every month. We're going to talk about the upcoming class now for April, but you just had one last week. How'd it go? Yeah, it was great. We had a had a really good attendance and a lot of great questions from the attendees there. And, and I think I feel like from the comments that everybody learned a lot. So uh, good class and, and really enjoyed meeting everybody at that. So we've got another one coming up. We'll talk about that a little more uh, later in the show here. And so if you didn't get a chance to attend that one, just hang on and we'll give you a new date and and that, and maybe you can attend this upcoming class. As Absolutely. Well. well, good to hear that it went well, and and I got a lot of folks. From, I know we were talking off air before we started. Got a lot of folks from the radio that came out uh, that heard us here on the show as well as came to the class. Yeah. So I'm glad you had a good response, and people seemed to enjoy it and got some good questions answered. So that's uh, that's kind of what we do here, folks. It's kind of an extenuating education of the show here. We try to provide some good content and some things to think about here on the Financial Answer. And of course, you can come see Nathan at one of these classes, or you can come in for a no cost consultation as well to make sure you're on the right path towards retirement. And with that, let's dive into the unasked questions. Nathan, that sounds a little tricky, but what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some (laughs) questions that people have in retirement that they should ask, but maybe they don't. You know, so most people... I think most people should ask these, and, and I think a lot of times, whether it's fear, whether it's just not knowing, I don't know, but they don't ask these questions, and these are some things that I know you get sometimes in the class as well, so let's talk about some of these. Uh, how much, for example, how much are my tax-deferred savings going to cost me in taxes? Yeah, many people in this case, Mark, haven't considered the fact that only a portion of their money that they've saved actually belongs to them, okay? Right. So these tax-deferred accounts... Uh, you know, they're tax deferred, but they're not tax free. So a portion of that belongs to Uncle Sam. You know, it's important to understand that taxes in your 401k and IRAs can also cause your Social Security to be taxed. And a lot of people just simply don't 
realize that. And and I hope we get a chance to talk about that a little bit more in the show. But you know, if that isn't calculated and it isn't taken into consideration, your income during retirement can be significantly less than you expected after taxes. So it's important to you know make sure that you look at this number and make sure that it works out for your situation. Now, is that that number usually affected by where your tax bracket is? Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay. It's going to, um, it definitely is. And so, of course, if if you have an RMD, for an example, your required minimum distribution mm-hmm. out of a IRA or a 401k, um, you know, a lot of times, for example, if you have a million dollars in that, well, your RMD may be forty or $50,000 a year. That can kick you up even to a higher tax bracket and cause you to pay more in taxes percentage-wise than you okay. were paying. So it's it can all affect your income and your taxes and and Social Security as well. So if you, you know, if you aren't taking this into consideration, it's important and you need to address that before you retire. All right. So we're talking about some unasked questions sometimes that folks tend to forget about or don't ask. Uh, how about this one, Nathan? How much can I withdraw from my savings each year? In yeah, retirement. Some, yeah. 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 Some people, some people focus so much on accumulating that they never really stop and think about how much they can take out of their savings and investments when they do retire. And, you know, of course, this all depends on the goal of the money. Okay. What right. They're like trying the income to stream, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's exactly right. But, you know, if you're wanting to leave your principal to your beneficiaries, then you really don't need to take more than four or five percent out of the account, depending on, of course, the investments. But, uh, you know, if you're not wanting to leave any of the money to the beneficiaries and you plan on spending every dime, you know, the day before that you pass away, <laughs> then, you know, it really, it really, you can spend a lot more in that case, of course. And so it really all comes down to what your goals are and what you're trying to accomplish. But, you know, according to a lot of studies that I see, the number one fear that retirees have is that they'll run out of money before they should, right. okay, before they run out of life. And, you know, that's a truly legitimate fear. And, and one mistake that I see many investors make is that they say, you know, well, I've averaged 7% a year. So if I take out 5% of the value, I should be okay, and I won't cut into my principal. But that's not true. When you have investments that fluctuate in value, that fluctuate up and down, when you're taking money out, you know, we always hear about dollar cost averaging and we put money in every week and that helps us get a better return over time. Well, in retirement, when you're taking money out every month, your your dollar cost averaging in reverse. Okay. So it really affects your return. And and when you average 7% in an investment portfolio, you don't consistently get 7%. You know, one year it's up 10, the next year it may be down 5, okay? And when you're when the market is down and people are selling, you know, to to uh, get cash, they're selling more shares at that time, okay? And so they can never get those shares back. So it's really important to consider that when planning for retirement. You know, this is the reason that a lot of people run out of money before they do pass away. So it's important to work with someone who really deals with income planning in retirement and not just accumulation at that stage. Yeah, definitely. Because you switch gears as we get to a certain age. You want to move out of that accumulation stage into that preservation stage. Uh, kind of think of it like in football terms. You know, you kind of go into the victory formation there at the, at the yeah. end of the game where you yeah. basically 
basically just going to take a knee and the whole team is going to surround you, right? You want to be yeah, that quarterback right. where everybody's just kind of making that uh, protective pocket around you as you hit to retirement. Well, you're listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. And if you'd like to reach out to Nathan, it's 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. And uh, we're talking about some unasked questions. And this is a good one as well, Nathan. Uh, should I have life insurance when I'm retired? I know you hear that one a lot. Yeah, I do. And, you know, and the assumption is for, for many people that life insurance is no longer needed after they retire. You know, they, they may not need it at that case, but that's, uh, or in that situation, but that's not, not always true. Okay. Everyone's situation is very different. Um, you know, but we end up seeing people a lot of times keep life insurance or even purchase life insurance. If there's a big difference in income to the spouse that's left alive if one passes away early. You know, sometimes a spouse has a pension and and they aren't able to leave that pension uh, to the other one or or whatever, or maybe they just didn't choose to do that for some reason. And so life insurance can supplement if that person passes away. Maybe the parents want to spend, as I mentioned earlier, maybe they want to spend the majority of their investments, um, you know, but still want to leave something for the kids. Well, life insurance is a great way to make sure that the parents can free up the money to do that, and then the kids also still receive an inheritance. And fortunately, life insurance is tax-free, so yeah, uh, that's yeah. a good way to receive an inheritance. And I think a lot of folks, Nathan, and I've learned this from you just from hosting this show for a few weeks now, is that a lot of folks assume that life insurance maybe is the way it's always been, but it's kind of not your father's Oldsmobile, so to speak, right? It's Life no, insurance is so different than it used to be. That's right. There's a lot of different things uh, you know, that, that you can do with life insurance now that you just weren't able to do in the past. And uh, um, you know, of course, you still have to be careful with what you're purchasing. Absolutely, uh, there's there's negatives out there to it, but um, you know, sit down with a knowledgeable insurance agent on that. Come in and talk to us. I have my insurance licenses as well. We don't sell insurance, but I can definitely talk to you about it and and uh, and help you make sure that you're getting the right thing. All right, great, great information there. Well, folks, if you'd like to talk to Nathan about that as well, don't forget, just give him a call anytime. You don't have to wait for the show to be over. 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. And you can also stop by his website, InvestorCoach.net. I think we have time for just one more here in our segment, Nathan. So how much am I really paying in fees and commissions? That's a question. We put it on our unasked questions. Mm, I do think it gets asked quite a bit, but I know there are some folks sometimes that just kind of, maybe they're scared to, or maybe they don't want to know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, really, people don't realize how much the cost can be, I think. You know, I think everybody realizes that there's some type of a cost there, but you know, since they don't see it, it's like, well, it's not there. I don't see it, so it's not hurting me. Right. And that's not true. It's you know? Like calories. That's, yeah, that's exactly right. So it's not true. So, you know, all right. So one of the common investments that a lot of people have is a mutual fund. Okay. Most people know that the mutual fund has an expense ratio. They almost never know uh, if it's high or low relatively, you know, Mark, they just don't understand that. So very few people know about the turnover cost that's in an investment and how that affects their return. And turnover is basically how often the money manager of the fund is buying and selling stocks. So, you know, the average mutual fund out there has turnover around 80%. That means that in a year, the money manager is selling 80% of the stocks in that fund and buying new ones. That adds a lot of additional cost 
to the expense ratio that's there. Okay, that's yep. not included in that expense ratio. So also many people don't realize that their investments are in an annuity. I see this a lot of times. And, you know, annuities almost always have a higher cost just simply because, you know, you're paying the investment cost, but you're also having to pay the insurance company now to hold that annuity. And there's just additional cost built into that. I've seen some annuities, variable annuities, the cost as much as four and a half percent a year in internal costs. So, you know, it's important to understand what your costs are. And, you know, I've got a class coming up, Mark, that we really talk about this a lot. And so uh, the class is called Separating Myths from Truth. And and in this class, it's just going to help you understand the investing myths that the financial industry has taught us. And we'll talk about how you can avoid speculating and gambling uh, with your investments by using the proven academic philosophies to guide your investing decisions. You know, so if you'd like to attend that class, this class is going to be held on Thursday, April 27th. It's at Jackson State Community College. It'll be at 6.30 in the evening. And if you want to find out more about that class to reserve a spot, you can simply call our office at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. Or if you want to do it an easier way, you can text the word MYTH. That's M-Y-T-H. Text the word MYTH to 555-888 and uh, just follow the prompts and that'll help you reserve a seat as well. All right, folks. Very easy to do. And I know you're thinking, you know, I've got about a month I can go ahead and get signed up for this class whenever. Uh, but I tell you, as we mentioned in the beginning of the show, Nathan had really great response, uh, the one that he just had a couple of days ago. So since he does these monthly, you want to go ahead and get yourself uh, a seat reserved because they do fill up really quickly. So, you know, there's no time like the present. Don't procrastinate. Just go ahead and call right now, 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. And as Nathan said, you can also text if that's easier for you. Uh, just text the word myth. M-Y-T-H to 555-888. That's the word myth to triple five triple eight, And you'll get a uh, you'll get a little thing that form that pops up. You just put your name and your information in there and that will get you a seat in the class. So don't forget 855-51-COACH for the upcoming class on April the 27th at Jackson State with Nathan O'Brien. You are listening to The Financial Answer. We'll be right back. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. Here in West Tennessee, turn to the team at O'Brien & Associates for help. Schedule a review of your plan by calling 855-51-COACH. The team has offices in Jackson and Huntington, so there's a place close by for you to come in and meet. Call now, 855-51-COACH. You're listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Now back to the show. Hey, gang, you're back with us here on The Financial Answer. Mark Killian, your host, alongside Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien Associates. We certainly appreciate you staying tuned into the show. And uh, if you'd like to talk to Nathan, come by and see him at his office there in Jackson. It's very, very easy to do. Give him a call at 855-51-COACH. No cost, no obligation consultation. And uh, he'll be able to sit down and chat with you about your unique, specific financial situation. Again, that's 855-51-COACH. And Nathan, uh, let's talk about some retirement regerts. <laughs> I had to say that. I got you on that. Yeah, <laughs> he put that in my head in between segments, and I had to say it. You know that commercial that they do where that guy's getting a tattoo, and <laughs> yeah, she's put, tattoo. Yeah, she puts it on wrong. Let's talk about some retirement regrets here, folks. Yeah, uh, sounds good. The old sounds saying good. goes that uh, smart people learn 
from their own mistakes. Geniuses learn from the mistakes of others. Mm. So let's look at some of the regrets that we hear from people and, and kind of wish that they had made some different financial decisions so that others may learn from those mistakes. Uh, we'll yeah. start off with a big one, and that is premature IRA withdrawals. Yes, this is a huge one. And, and so many people, Mark, feel like that, uh, you know, taking a little money out of their 401k or taking some out of their IRA early. We're talking about before 59 and a half when there's a 10% penalty from the IRS plus taxes, you know, so there's a lot of reasons why you don't want to take it out early. But uh, sometimes it seems like when people change jobs, you know, they roll over their 401k, they roll it into an IRA and then, you know, things are going, going fine, but then they see that boat that they have to have, <laughs> you know, and so um, they're like, I'm going to take, you know, 30, 40 grand out of my account it's not going to hurt it that much but you know people don't realize that that 30 or 40 thousand dollars can really grow to 80 or a hundred thousand dollars or more and so that boat instead of costing you thirty thousand is now a hundred thousand dollar boat because the money that you took out could have been growing for you okay it could have been making the seven or eight percent return for the next 10 or 15 years or 20 years until you retire so you know, in, in the interest rate environment that we're in, it's so much better, I feel like, for people to take a distribution or uh, take a loan from the bank instead of taking a distribution from their IRA. They can borrow the money at 4% instead of, you know, costing themselves uh, the the rate of return that they're missing out on on that on their investments over that time frame. So uh, just it's a big problem that I see. And um it seems to be something that once they start taking those distributions, they start using it like a savings account at that point. And, and that's not good. It okay, ends up messing yeah. up their retirement. Yeah, there's a lot of little moving parts to this whole retirement game. It's especially, you know, I think there's a lot of folks out there who feel that they can learn a, a decent amount and be able to do this themselves. And that's probably definitely true. But it's also there's a lot of little pieces in there that if you if you really have a coach on your side, uh, that's going to kind of help you kind of avoid some of these little missteps and pitfalls. And as we get closer to that retirement red zone that those last five years, it's definitely a good idea to, to be careful to not misstep. And that's why we're talking about some retirement retirement regrets here that, that folks have uh, talked about that we're learning from and kind of uh, passing on that wisdom to our listeners. And uh, here's another one, Nathan, spending okay. too much in peak earning years, uh, maybe, uh, you know, kind of getting, uh, keeping up with the Joneses maybe a little bit. Yeah, that's right. This is called lifestyle creep. You know, as, <laughs> <Okay>. your income, <laughs> as your income creases up, then most people spend more instead of saving more. Yeah, I'm guilty and, of that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think everybody is to some extent. You know, this is a problem that can really affect your retirement, especially in maybe the last 10 years or so before retirement. You know, a lot of times people are earning their highest wages at this point and they're saving, but sometimes they're not saving enough to maintain that lifestyle. Okay. You know, that's what we end up, uh, you know, wanting when we retire, we want to maintain this lifestyle that we have. And so they end up spending a majority of their income, uh, even as it creeps up every year, and they expect to live off of maybe 70% of that when they retire. And it just doesn't work out that way. Most people, when they retire, are spending, you know, 100 to 125% of their pre-retirement income in the first five years or so. So wow. it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not... It's not that you can just necessarily cut back in most situations. Now, some I do see that, but a lot of situations uh, people are needing to spend or want to spend what they are spending currently. And so, you know, just make sure you consider that with your plan. Make sure that uh, you're saving enough to be able to do that. And when your income creeps up, 
make sure that your savings creeps up along with that. Yeah, and that's a good good thought and good suggestion there. And I know some folks out there have the kind of the mindset of the plan that uh, when the kids come off the payroll, so to speak, uh, you know, when when you hit that age, maybe you're in your late forties or early fifties, and you're no longer have the children at home; they're now mm-hmm. on their own. Uh, you could kind of take that money that you've been using for the kids or towards the kids, and, and maybe a lot that towards increasing your retirement savings. And I think people go into that with a good, uh, you know, a good mindset, but then maybe right. they don't do it, like you said, because they kind of wind up in this lifestyle creep. And uh, tuition falls into that as well. You know, maybe overpaying for the tuition or maybe taking on more of it than you're going to allow the kids to take on themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's right. A lot of parents, you know, look back at their kids' college education and wish, wish they had approached that differently, you know. Um, and especially now, a state school can cost 25000 a year or more, yeah. you know, so it, it's expensive. And many times parents feel like it's their responsibility to pay for their child's college, but that's not true. You know, if it's going to really cause a problem in your retirement plan, then, you know, that child can take student loans if they absolutely want to go to college. I think that we've kind of gotten into the mentality that we have to go to college. And, you know, we end up seeing the jobs like, you know, plumbers, electricians, things like that, that are very good paying jobs. Very much so, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that just, you know, you don't need a college degree for that. And so, um, you know, but those jobs are going away because there's nobody to do that as much. And so, because everybody feels like they have to go to college. And then, you know, we all know someone who was on their parents' dime and stayed in school for seven or eight years to get a bachelor's degree. So, mm-hmm. you know, got two or $300,000 in debt that, that um, you know, they'll never be able to pay off because they're just not going to make enough probably in their lifetime to do that. And so, um, you know, a lot of time, Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and I was was just going to piggyback on that and say that a lot of times what happens for folks is they sacrifice their own retirement and you might feel that it's very noble because you're trying to educate your kids. We all want to make our kids, you know, have a better life than we did. But if you think about it in this term, you might change your mind. And that is if you sacrificed your retirement to pay for your child's education and then they don't get, you know, going the way they would hope to, uh, now you're both in a pickle and you got to right. rely on who's them. Who's going to help you now? Who's going to yeah. help you now? Or yeah. you find yourself becoming in the uh, in the more popular now sandwich generation, which is now you are a middle aged person with uh, grown children that you're having to help, and maybe you're helping your own parents. Yes, you know that's right. And I mean, it can all be just a downward spiral for the entire family in this situation. So, you know. <laughs> It's not absolutely necessary that a child goes to college immediately after high school. Now, I know some parents are like, oh, my goodness, you know. But anyway, yeah. it's it's not necessary. They don't have to. They may need to work for a year or two and figure out what they want to do. I think a lot of times uh, college students spend the first two years of college trying to figure out what they want to do for a career. And that's expensive. That is really expensive to do that. And so, you know, just – if you don't know, if the student doesn't know exactly what they want to do, maybe they need to wait a little bit, and then it's okay if they go to maybe a more expensive school at that time. If it's focused on what they're trying to accomplish, that's okay. That'll help them get to where they need to be and where they want to be with their career. But you know, don't sacrifice your retirement just because that child, you know, that you feel like that child needs to have their college paid for by you. 
Well, we're talking about retirement regrets here on The Financial Answer, and we've really covered some good things here today with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien Associates, 855-51-COACH. It's 855-51-COACH. Uh, we were talking about premature IRA withdrawals, spending too much uh, maybe in your peak earning years, uh, getting wrapped up in lifestyle creep, if you will, mm-hmm. and then also overpaying for tuition or you know maybe finding that you've sacrificed your retirement to help your kids a little too much. We all want to do what's right by our kids, but you've got to have a you've got to balance that. Uh, it's a tightrope. You got to walk that tightrope between making sure that you're okay and they're okay, because then you, like you said, Nathan, you go into a downward spiral that you got to be careful of. So yes, uh, let's right. finish up our retirement regrets with uh, ignoring opportunities for Roth IRAs. I think a lot of folks miss that. Oh yes, that is a big one. You know, many people look back and wish they had saved more money in a tax-free account instead of having everything in tax-deferred. You know, we're kind of led to the 401k, and most people don't have the opportunity to go into a Roth 401k. This can end up being something that most investors had wished they had done if the government ends up raising tax rates. Okay, uh, Tax deferred accounts are great while you're working. Um, you fund money into them with the expectation that tax rates will be lower when you retire. But that may not be true, especially with the spending that we have right now. The government debt is tremendous. And so they may decide to raise tax rates to pay off some of that debt. You know, we're already at some of the lowest tax rates in history. So I'm sure that the government feels like there's plenty of room to move it up if they need to. Um, You know, these tax deferred accounts are going to be taxed at some point, like we mentioned earlier in the show. And, you know, they're not tax free like Roth IRAs. A lot of people don't realize that your RMD can cause your Social Security to be taxed. And so plus one half of your Social Security income, if that number is more than forty four thousand per year and you're married, eighty five percent of your Social Security income is subject to tax. Uh, if you have money in a Roth IRA, all the distributions are completely tax-free, which can also cause your Social Security income to be tax-free. Uh, you know, it's not the end of the world if you have all of your money saved in 401ks, IRAs, 403bs, that type of tax-deferred account. You can do a Roth conversion. It's important to work with someone that knows what they're doing in this situation because Truly, the devil is in the details, so you got to make sure that things are done correctly in that uh, conversion and that you don't mess up things for the future. And, you know, this all comes down to investing, Mark, and making sure that people are doing the right thing. And, you know, I have a class coming up that we really talk about investing, and we've all been taught some things that are simply not true. You know, we all want to believe that someone can pick the right stocks for us or even get in the market before the market goes up and get us out before it goes down. But the truth is that there's over 60 years of academic research on investing that shows that money managers, advisors, brokers, they they don't have the ability to beat the market for you. Okay, over 85 percent of them fail to even get market returns over a five year time frame. And most of them underperform the market significantly. The good news is that you don't have to beat the market to be successful as an investor. Most people don't realize that there's actually been Nobel Prizes won on how to invest. So there are some things that you can do when you're investing that will help you be a more successful investor. And to learn what those things are, I'm offering this class at Jackson State on April the 27th. It's at 6.30 p.m. That's a Thursday evening. This is not a dinner seminar class. Nothing's going to be sold. It's strictly informational, and it'll help you learn more about investing and the things that will help you achieve more confidence as an investor. So to reserve your seat, you can simply text the word MYTH 
That's M-Y-T-H to 555-888. Text the word MYTH to 555-888. Or you can call our office at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get that uh, procrastination train and get it pulled out of the station. Let's go ahead and uh, take some action right now to do something and get ourselves going on the right direction. Maybe you already have a plan in place and you're not quite sure that it's working the way you want it to, so you need to get a second opinion, or maybe you don't have a plan at all. Either way, Nathan O'Brien can certainly help you, whether it's to attend the class to get some more information or to come in for a complimentary consultation. He's a registered investment advisor with more than 15 plus years in the industry, and he can certainly help get you on the right path towards retirement. So go ahead and give a call right now, 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH to schedule an appointment to come in and see him or to go ahead and reserve yourself reserve yourself a seat for the upcoming class on April 27th at Jackson State. Again, text the word MYTH to 555-888. That's the word MYTH to 555-888 on your smartphone. You can go that route to also reserve a seat as well. But again, if you want to, just call 855 855- 51 coach. Well, Nathan, as always, thanks so much for being on the show. I certainly enjoy your time and I certainly appreciate Uh, your wisdom, man. Thank you. Me too. Thanks for having me. It's a good show. Absolutely. Well, folks, make sure you tune in each and every week. Nathan and I will be back, or at least Nathan will be back. Sometimes I might not be (laughs) if he gets tired of me, but Nathan will be here each and every week right on right here on the financial answer. (laughs) 